is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 incredible stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Uh, inside this hour, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast uh, will join us. Also, we'll hear from Kelly Dyer from the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and Spectrum Health Foundation. The Radiothon is going on uh, today and tomorrow uh, with our friends from our flagship station, 96.1 The Game and iHeart. Uh, West Michigan. It's an unbelievable holiday endeavor where you can help children. And I will tell you how you can do it. And thanks to Tim Fagan and the entire crew at iHeart. Uh, I see their studios are alive with the Radiothon and they are helping people find a path to give back. And I told you the story uh, a couple weeks ago about Jacob Radlinski from Grand Rapids West Catholic high school, football player, basketball player, track guy. Last March, thought he had a cold, uh, went to the doctor and had a mass around his heart and had a delicate surgery. Spent about five months, if I'm not wrong, on chemo while still trying to find a spot on the football team. He became the holder on extra points and field goals, and he rang the bell a couple of weeks ago at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Played the entire season and ironically rang the bell about eight days before Grand Rapids West Catholic won the state championship in Division 6 at Ford Field. You want fate, you want destiny, you want karma in life. You want a kid and a family that didn't know if he was going to live. And the greatest thing about West Michigan, and I'll say that from Van Andel Institute right up the Michigan Mile... Everything Spectrum Health, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, the Meyer Heart Center, Cancer Pavilion, go down the list. Some of the best doctors and medical minds in America are right in our backyard. Matter of fact, just about five blocks as I look out the window, about five blocks from where I'm broadcasting from. And as they bring innovation, as they save lives, and especially for the children at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, 
Jacob Radlinski is living proof. I'm not saying he couldn't have driven to the east side or down to Chicago or Indy or the Mayo Clinic in Cleveland or Mayo Clinic in Minneapolis or went to the Cleveland Clinic. But it's right here. And the access that our children have, no matter what they face, no matter what families face. I told you about the Ada Chili and Beer uh, cook-off and how that benefited the Ronald McDonald House, which is right next to Spectrum Health, where families stay not knowing what lies ahead for their children. So during this holiday season and over the next couple of days with our friends from iHeart West Michigan and Tim Fagan and Dave Taft and uh, the crew and all their stations, uh, figure out a way that you as a business, you as an individual, you as a family, how you can help. And we will guide you over the next couple of days on where you can go and what you can do. Because every donation matters. And I, you know, Jacob Radlinski, I wanted to get him in studio here over the next couple of days. Uh, but unfortunately, while he was going through the end of chemo, he went out and celebrated at their cottage last summer and blew out his knee, but still wore a brace and played the entire football season as the holder with a blown out, it might have been a meniscus, but it had a knee injury and waited until, I think, just a week ago, or yeah, about a week ago, and wanted to wait till after the Grand Rapids West Catholic football season. So he, he's ringing the bell, walking down the hallway at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, and he knows he's going to face knee surgery, which went well, after his football season where he's going to get a state championship ring. Man, if that's not the meaning of life, you tell me. That every football player, every fan, every parent, cheerleader, band member, anybody at Grand Rapids West Catholic High School, the Radlinski family, and everybody knows Paul and Stacy and uh, the family and Uncle Mark who played football at Saginaw Valley State. This is the season of giving. It's not quite a Christmas miracle, but it's a young man in Jacob Radlinski who said, I'm going to take this on. And I talked to him a lot uh, on direct messages, and I was just so impressed with his positive outlook. You know, not knowing if you're going to live through the initial surgery, chemo. Going out when it's 80 degrees and working with the long snapper and the kicker. Uh, just, you know, uh, the meaning of life. And uh, Jeff Risden uh, joins us in studio. It's amazing. Uh, that's a remarkable story. And you brought it up there, the positive attitude that you have to have to go through that. That's uh, that's not something that you can just, like, summon. You know, you've, you've got to have that within. You've got to have that support system. And... You're talking about all the the great, you know. I, I know a lot of people who work up here at, at Spectrum, and you know, on the the medical mile and everything. And it really is. It's a. It's, it's more a, the miracle mile. Yeah, it is. It's a great place. You know, I, I've lived in big cities. You know, I, I, I'm from Cleveland. I lived in Houston, right by the Anderson Cancer Institute down there by Rice University. Like this is this is right there. Like we got that here in our backyard in West Michigan. Uh, I, I don't think that people appreciate that enough, and this is a great time to celebrate it. Yeah, and uh, 
and they do need funds, and they need the donations, and they have the Spectrum Health Foundation, and uh, what we'll do over the next couple of days is we'll give you all the info. Uh, you can go to the Huge Show Facebook and Twitter pages, and we'll talk to some of the key people at Spectrum Health, the Foundation, and also at Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital. And Kelly Dyer from the Foundation at Spectrum Health uh, will join us coming up at the end of this hour, and we'll have conversations with them uh, today and tomorrow. Uh, it's the least we can do as a show. And the hospitality that Tim Fagan and uh, iHeart West Michigan has shown us and Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network to allow us to broadcast from here uh, the last, about 16 months. Uh, they've been great partners. And the one thing I'm impressed with is Tim Fagan, and it reminds me of my old boss, uh, Matt Hamlin, and the same thing with Marty Boer with the Michigan Sports Network is that they do put community first. They do understand uh, their role in terms of giving back. And that's something none of us can remember. And I hope anybody who knows Jacob Radlinski, uh, you are listening and enjoy uh, the holidays. All right, Jeff, uh, let's get on to the lighter side of life. Uh, we got a Thursday night matchup that has intrigue. Uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, he will not go away. He, <laughs> I cannot get rid of he, that guy. He lives again. He lives for another day. Uh, In the NFL. And there's the connection to the Lions because the Rams who claimed him, the only team to put in a waiver, that you're a Lions fan, you are rooting for the Rams to lose every single game because you still have an outside shot that you could get as high as the two pick, right? Very, very realistic path to the number two spot. Uh, they because are the, of the Stafford trade in the right. first round, where you got right. You, you own their pick, L.A. Yeah, right now it's number four. Chicago, I don't think I don't think Chicago's losing out. I think they're losing to Detroit when they play them in a couple weeks. But I, I, I think they got another win in them. Uh, I can see the Rams. So Baker Mayfield, the, the, by the way, the number one overall pick in the 2018 draft is on his third team in four months. That's, uh, that's he's popular. It's a pretty steep fall. So why would the Rams take a, a waiver claim on him when nobody else wanted him? I, I think there's a couple things there. I think first off, he does give them their best chance to win. I, I don't think that GM Les Snead or, or head coach Sean McVay are, are interested in tanking because they don't get anything for it. Detroit benefits from it. We like that. Uh, and it, like John Wolford is is injured, he may or may not be. We we still haven't heard what, whether whether he's going to play, but it sounds like Mayfield is going to go. Uh, based on the guy that I talked to that I know with the Rams, he thinks Mayfield's going to. He had one practice with this team. Oh, uh, he's ready then. Yeah, you know Aaron Donald is out again. They don't have Cooper Cup. They don't have their their first team left tackle, their first or second team right tackle. They are a mess. Uh, and the more that they keep losing is the better for all of us in Lions Land because we're going to get the number two, number three pick out of it. Uh, I, I Look, Baker Mayfield, is the interesting thing is where they're looking long term. Are they worried about Matthew Stafford retiring? Uh, because you, if you've got Baker Mayfield, look, Baker, I covered Baker for his entire career in Cleveland. He has talent. The guy can play, but he's got to be in the right situation. And he wasn't at the end in Cleveland. He certainly wasn't in Carolina if if it works with him and Sean McVay, you could maybe see the the Rams be like, okay, you know what, Matt, you did your job here. Thanks for the title. 
you can go retire now. Like like you've got periodic numbness in your feet from your 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 neck and head injuries, uh, like spinal contusion. Yeah, like may, maybe maybe it is time for you to call it a career. Do you think maybe. he will step down? His wife is emotional on her podcast. She is, which NFL Wise podcast, and God bless everybody with the right to have their own podcast. But she's <laughs> she's calling for, and Kelly's been outspoken even yeah. and, you know, and back remember, in the remember, day. In Kel- Detroit. Kelly had brain surgery a couple of years ago too. Well, and they have the kids. He, he has the ring. Yep. There's really he's you know, made two hundred and eighty seven million dollars. I, in I his don't career. see the Rams winning another ring. Matter of fact, I think McVay is going to be in a TV booth next year. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if all that goes away. And then you've got a former number one. Do you think he would uh, retire? I do. I, I I think that's a very serious consideration for him. I don't, I don't know. Uh, how, uh, on the Risden scale from one to ten, that Matt Stafford will never play. In another NFL game, I'd I'd go almost as high as an eight, like seven wow. seven and a half to eight. Like it's 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 a serious thing. So there, yeah, Frank Schwab said that yesterday from Yahoo.com national NFL columnist that you know he he kind of you look at this Ram situation less than a year removed from Super Bowl champions, uh, the Cup uh, gone for the year. Aaron Donald he thinks they're just going to rest now. Yep, uh, and but remember. He wrote a retirement letter that he never turned in to the NFL last year, and the he violence, the violence of this game, and I, I, I mean that controlled legal violence. Yep. That you know, and I, I and I really didn't think about this till talking with uh, Schwab last night on the Huge Show. That he he thinks a lot of guys are going to do the seven eight year career get get their initial contract, one more contract. And be done with it if they have their health. And you're Stafford, and you're dealing with numbness. You're dealing with another concussion protocol, a spinal contusion. You're coming back for what? Money? Yeah, you've already got your you got your ring. You got your goal. You, you're coming back for what though? Yeah, what exactly? You're, you're coming money? back because you don't want to. He's give got enough money. Uh, he's, yeah, he's got enough. So I, I I'm with Schwab on that one. And it's you think he's done? I do. And I think what you just said and what he said. You're going to see a lot more guys that are going to be willing to hang it up at 30 years old instead of playing till they're 33, 34. Um, one of the things is the shift of the more guaranteed money and then the upfront, you know, signing bonuses in your contract. That's where you're getting your money now. You don't keep, you don't necessarily have to play the four years of your contract. If you get all that money up front, you can retire after two years. The, the team doesn't take as big of a hit from it. You're going to see a lot more of that coming along. And that's something that the NFLPA has stressed. Uh, I know when I covered the Browns and J.C. Treader, who was their center at the time, was the NFLPA's uh, uh, director. He talked about like they they're encouraging more players to go to you know go away with your health, go away while you can still do things with your family uh, and your friends afterwards, where you're not you know you're not waiting in line for your next surgery until after your last one has recovered. Like I'll, uh, I will never forget the first time I went to the Senior Bowl. Standing on the sidelines, and I see a couple of former NFL players, NFL offensive linemen, and they greet each other. And they went over the surgeries just that they had had since the last time they saw each other, like three years ago. One guy had a hip replacement. Another guy had both knees and and a wrist done. I'm like, that's that that that's that's some pretty serious toll on your body. And when you're and these guys were in their early 40s. You know, when you're messing with your brain, like there's a lot more emphasis on guys like that to to go away. And I I, I think Matthew Stafford, certainly with the way that Kelly is, I I, I will happily admit that I do not listen to her podcast. I wasn't a huge fan of her when she was here. I don't miss her. 
but she's got a point to say in what she's saying there. So uh, are you going to the Staffords for uh, the holidays? I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> no, I, I, I. But I think her emotion in that is that it, it's sincere from her. You're, you're Stafford. The only reason you would go back is you're playing for money and the love of the game, right? But I mean, if you, if you're, are you a concussion away from something affecting your livelihood? If you have numbness, are you one hit away on you know your spinal area, the back? from having something that's with you the rest of your life, right? Yeah, when you're 33, 34 years old. It's not worth it. If you've got the level of accomplishment that he's had, what what more does you, he you probably, need to do? And Stafford is pretty good if he wants it. And now you went to L.A., you're probably on one of those uh, network uh, shows or you're doing color commentary, if you want it. Yeah, and he's he's getting those ads. By the way, he's getting better in those ads, those little Caesars ads. He's getting better at all the time. He's he's not Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's nice to see a Detroit company support him. <laughs> Except now they're the official pizza of the NFL. They are. They replace Papa John's. And they have pretty good commercials, actually. Stafford in the AT&T commercial when he winks. So, yeah, That's he good. went to L.A. You want a Super Bowl? Uh you know, all it, these man. injuries. I, I, McVay's gone. Uh, who knows if Donald is gone? Uh, does, does Donald take a year off? I mean, Andrew Luck, and again, I go back to Frank Schwab from Yahoo.com. That, you know, he's talked with Patrick Willis. And then I think it was a Wickersham's article on Andrew on Luck. Andrew Luck. That, was, that was a great These read. guys, the, the pain they have to deal with post game and the week after or during a season. It's just not worth it to them. It's it's not something that you and I can comprehend, and and we we are weekend warriors, or certainly were when we were a little bit younger. You know the 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 Patrick Willis one was one for me because when he was playing, and he's he's a Hall of Fame fi- semifinalist this year, and I hope that he gets in because uh, from 2008 to 2015 there wasn't a better linebacker in the NFL. He was fantastic. He did everything you wanted to be, and he walked away with a toe injury. And a lot of people are like the toe, like he, it, it's it's eight or nine years now since he played. He still can't walk right. Like that's that that's it. That's your quality of life, man. You get you get more and more players. Like we said, they're going to be taking that into consideration. I think you're going to see that. Uh, I, I fortunately for Detroit, they don't have really have anybody in that that case yet. But uh, Stafford certainly fits that bill. Look, I will always be a Matthew Stafford fan. He won the Super Bowl. Well, That's loved, what he was looking for. Loved loved him when he was here. Right? Respected the hell out of him when he was here. I'm happy that he got his ring. I wish it would have been in Detroit. But now that now that he's got it, like, dude, do what do what's good for your family. Like, if you want to play, play. But if there's any doubt in your mind, walk away, man. Oh, you go go back to the Super Bowl celebration, and then fast forward to not even ten months later, and where this team is at. But that's football. How quickly it can change. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, joining us in studio. He'll be back uh, with us tomorrow uh, yes, during sir. the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. And we'll talk about the Lions and the Vikings, or the Lions are a favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app uh, big board. One note on DraftKings, uh, not only with football, uh, but holiday hoops, the NBA. Uh, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And right now, new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets 
if they do. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlays. Which, if you follow the Pistons, and you know they split their last two games with the Heat and the Pelicans, but uh, they look good. I guess that's where we're at with the Pistons. You can pick uh, who will score, rebounds, three pointers, and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get in on the holiday hoops action. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Then place that $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only with code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus based on free bets and issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. I don't know about you, Rizzy, but if you had a chance to take one person and go see Michigan TCU in the college football semifinal, State Farm Stadium, where the Cardinals play in Glendale, Arizona. You would get airfare for two on a chartered flight out of Detroit. You would get meals included, some meals. You'd stay three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort. Uh, You would get transportation to and from uh, the stadium, and you would watch the Wolverines and TCU in the semifinals. It's a pretty good trip, isn't it? Sounds good to me. Scottsdale's fantastic. Oh, I used gosh. to go out there every winter I with a company it. that I used to work for, staying at the the Hyattagini Ranch and golfing at TPC and getting all the restaurants around there. That's it's a fantastic oh. place to go in this time of year. Well, uh, with the Soren Eagle uh, Casino and Resort and with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, the Michigan Sports Network, and X's and Bros, which is heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. with Anthony Bellino, they are making it easy for you to enter to win. Just text the word together, go blue, don't separate it, go blue. Marty Boward just texted me from the Michigan Sports Network. People can't do two words. I go, look, I'm on it, Marty. It's one word, go blue. All right, one word, no space, go blue. Text that to 21,000. It's that simple. You have to be 21 and up. One entry per phone number. Spread the word to your Michigan friends, family, coworkers. Text the word Go Blue. Okay, Go Blue together is one word to 21,000. And on December 14th at noon, one name will be drawn, and that person will get that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Four two, So one word, go blue, put it together, it's simple. I think there's a lot of explanations going on right now concerned to one word on go blue. I'm not saying as I battle through my little cold that I'm reaching my boiling point. <laughs> but I'm ready, I'm ready to uh, replace go blue with an F and maybe another letter from the alphabet. Okay, so this is, you, you can guess. This is an unbelievable contest. All right? Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network with Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association from the University of Michigan. This is a maize and blue trip of a lifetime. And can you help me out, please? Right now, if you're 21 and up, text go blue is one word. Because if you put a space in it and I hear from Marty, 
Again, I'm throwing my phone out the 10th floor here at 96-1 the game in downtown Grand Rapids. Go blue, one word, text it to 21,000. That's it. You'll get a confirmation on your birth date. So, you know, you're 21 and up. You'll verify it. You're not going to get crushed with ads or bounce backs. You're not going to get videos of me talking about how good the show is or Rizzy predicting the Lions by four touchdowns over the Vikings. Just text the word, word, one word, go blue, okay? G-O-B-L-U-E. And the fact I had to spell that and tell you to put it together as one word bothers the living daylights out of me. Text go blue to 21,000. And you could win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Rizzy, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds great. That was good. You did a good job. I know I was kind of going off of the beaten path there, but I'm okay. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock an Andal Arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs bumps at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. And the Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Andal Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number two Michigan against number three TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000. That's go blue to 21000. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December 14th at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit michigansportsnetwork.com. Text the keyword go blue to 21000. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Kelly Dyer from Spectrum Health Foundation will join us coming up here in about 13 minutes. And we'll talk about the Helen DeVos Children's Radiothon that Tim Fagan and the crew from iHeart West Michigan are involved in like they are each and every year, uh, raising money uh, to help children uh, all across the state and all across the Midwest. Uh, the Miracle Mile, known as the Medical Mile, in Helen DeVos Children's Hospital uh, is an anchor. So we'll talk to Kelly Dyer. Uh, all the info, uh, go to Add Huge Show on Twitter, uh, The Huge Show on Facebook, and be a part of the Helen DeVos Children's Radiothon today and tomorrow. A lot of people are asking me, Hey, how do I enter that contest to win that trip for two to see Michigan TCU? Go blue. One word. Text it to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up. I'm not going to do another 10-minute dissertation. It's a great contest. It's an unbelievable trip of a lifetime for the Maize and Blue fans. And thank you to Soren Eagle and also the Alumni Association from the University of Michigan. Text Go Blue as one word to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up, and you will be in the drawing on December 14th at noon. Airfare for two, luxurious three nights at a Scottsdale, Arizona resort. There's food, parties, transportation to and from the game, and more. Text Go Blue, one word, out of 21,000. Speaking of Go Blue, let's go talk to John Borton, senior insider columnist for the Wolverine.com. He joins us uh, from Ann Arbor and uh, Johnny, I know we talked a couple of times this year. I thought last year was a generational season, something you might see once every 10 years. And here's Michigan now, even in a better spot at 13-0 and and a 9.5-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board over TCU with a great shot to get to the championship game this year. Yeah, pretty incredible. Uh, Jim Arbaugh said the other day, you know, he can't uh... – his mouth hardly forms the the words thirteen and zero. It just doesn't sound like a uh, a football reality, and yet it is for this team. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're uh, they're in a position, as you said, to uh, to have a great shot at this thing. I think they can uh, get it done against TCU. Although uh, you look at that quarterback Max Duggan, and he uh, almost single handedly. Uh, didn't win it for them the other day, but uh, kept them in the number three spot. And uh, you get to that championship game, I don't think Georgia is as good as it was last year. Still very, very good, though. And Heck, if you had Michigan-Ohio State as a championship game, that would be the most hyped game maybe in the history of college football. Why do you like Michigan to win two games and be national champions? And what concerns you the most as we head into the final four? Well, I would say uh, the fact uh, that what I like about their chances is simply the the level at which they continue to play. And it's, uh, it's almost this formula where they're uh, like that boxer feeling out the opponent in the early going. And then, uh, come halftime when they've got everybody feeling like you're on the edge of your seat and, wow, this could go right down to the wire. They just uh, come out and start beating on people and uh, pull away and wear people down. And I think that that's uh, a really good formula to win. 
But when you reach this level, I mean, I think they're going to do that. I would expect the same thing in this TCU game, that uh, TCU will be there for a a half and uh, maybe more and hang right in there. But in the end, I think Michigan's got too much offensively and defensively. You get to those uh, that final game, though, and if it's Georgia, I just uh, – my worry would be um, that in a, in a slightly compromised – and this is, is no insult to uh, certainly uh, Michigan and its uh, back's depth – but when you go into that last one without Blake Corum and you've got a, a, a front that continues to be as talented as Georgia has, um, you just you just wonder how they're going to hold up in that game. I, I expect Georgia to uh, to take down Ohio State, and uh, I, I would say they will be favored against Michigan. Uh, it's it's going to have to be the sort of execution that you saw. In a in that Ohio State game, in big plays for for Michigan, and you know, I, I just think that Georgia's defense is going to throw a lot more at them than uh, than the Buckeyes did. John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine dot com, joining us on the Meyer guest line, talking about Michigan and the college football playoff final four against TCU. New Year's Eve kick will be a little after four p.m. If you want to get in on that contest to win that trip for two to go to the game. Uh, text the word "go blue" as one word out of twenty-one thousand. Uh, what would be your biggest surprise with this team, uh, win or lose, on New Year's Eve? Uh, when you look at this squad, uh, what has surprised you the most, Johnny B? I would say my biggest surprise, Bill, is the fact that uh, you know you changed defensive coordinators in the off season. You lost Aiden Hutchinson and uh, and David Ojabo, and everybody was saying at least outsiders were saying wow this offense is really going to have to cover for this defense and you you've got maybe arguably the best Michigan defense since 1997 I mean this is uh, they come at you in waves in terms of being able to rush off the edges they're strong up the middle Uh, they've got uh, talent and young talent you see Will Johnson picking off a pair of passes in uh, in this uh, in the Ohio State game, and uh, it's it's just one of those deals where um, Michigan is is really really good. I, I said Ohio State, I meant Purdue, um, but it, it's um, it's the defense. It's the defense because we we had a good clue that uh, offensively they were going to be pretty strong, but to, to see them be able to defend like they have all throughout the year. Uh, that that's just uh, that's really really been the biggest surprise to me. So, what's your early prediction? Uh, will Michigan win one, two, or none uh, in the college football playoff? I would say I feel fairly certain that they will win one, um, and I, I certainly think they have a chance. They, they get in that game with Georgia. Like I said, I don't think. That Georgia is uh, as strong as it was last year. They've had some moments where they've uh, been in trouble in games, and I think Michigan has a real shot. But uh, I would say one for sure, and uh, then, you know, you take your chances. Johnny B, we'll talk uh, when we get closer to the game. Always appreciate your time. Uh, This is special. Uh, The Michigan fan enjoying the last two years. It's unbelievable, and it's not over yet. We'll talk soon. 
Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. All right, John Borden, Senior Columnist Insider for the Wolverine.com, joining us from Ann Arbor. In our next segment, uh, with our commitment uh, to our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, Tim Fagan and the iHeart West Michigan crew, uh, the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital uh, Radiothon is going on today and tomorrow. began last night with a concert uh, to kick off the event. Uh, the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and that Spectrum Health, uh, Van Andel Institute, the Michigan uh, Medical Mile uh, becomes the Miracle Mile. With lives being saved, you can help. Uh, I do have the quick links uh, where you can donate. Over the next couple of days, had Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, Kelly Dyer from the Spectrum Health Foundation. We'll talk about the Radiothon. We'll talk about where your money goes and what they need. And she'll join us next. And to all the callers online, your huge opinions within moments. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. 
I mentioned Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon is going on today and tomorrow uh, with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game and iHeart West Michigan. Tim Fagan, Dave Taft, all their on-air, off-air team uh, really stepping up and partnering with Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital. Uh, it's an incredible endeavor. It really is. Uh, the Miracle Mile, the Michigan Medical Mile, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Kelly Dyer uh, is president of the Corwell Health Foundation. I know I keep saying uh, Spectrum, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. Uh, she's standing by here to tell us about the Radiothon and how you can help and uh, where the needs are and where your money uh, would be going. How you doing, Kelly? Hey, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, appreciate you hanging around. Uh, busy day. I know for uh, your team, the Radiothon, uh, let's talk about uh, what the needs are uh, for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and uh, where the money from this Radiothon will go. Uh, we, we've been having the, the greatest time. As you, you mentioned earlier, we kicked off Radiothon, our 23rd annual Radiothon benefiting Helen DeVos Children's Hospital um, last night with a great outdoor concert. Um, Marin Taylor, who's a, a country music star in Nashville, but has uh, her roots in Rockford, Michigan, came up and, and donated her her time to sing for a group and kick off Radiothon. It's going to be a couple of really special days, and, and we're telling some wonderful stories of, of patients and families that are um, being impacted by philanthropy of this wonderful community. So we're excited for the for today and tomorrow. I know it's a personal mission for you, Kelly. Uh, what's your what's your? I know there are great stories every day at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, but yeah. uh, what would be a story that uh, sticks with you and will stay with you for the rest of your life? Connected. Uh, to the children at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and the team there. Yeah, you're, you're right. There's I, the the great gift that I have is I get to interact and and hear the stories of patients and their families that are that are impacted by our great physicians every day. Um, you know, I'll tell you one of the stories that I I think of um, regularly um, is one of my first weeks on the job when I was when I was here um, with the foundation. Um, I had a family come and visit me, um, and they talked about a fundraiser golf outing they've been doing um, in memory of their son, um, and they've been doing the golf outing for around 30 years, and each year they donate some of that money to Helen DeVos Children's Hospital to help advance and support families of kids um, facing cancer. Um, and I think about that family all the time um, because that's a, that's an example of how you know philanthropy is helping that family um, and and dealing with a really sad um, situation, but then um, doing some good out of it and, and helping other families that are facing a similar journey. So I, I think about that family all the time. So grateful for them. Yeah, Kelly Dyer is president Corwell Health Foundation, uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. We're talking about the radiothon going on today and tomorrow. A final thought question uh, for somebody listening right now who's thinking about if they should make a gift or donation today, uh, what would you say to them? I would say first, thank you for for being part of this wonderfully generous community of givers. And and we really see it as a community of givers. Every dollar that people um, choose to give to us really goes 100% of those dollars goes to support the patients and families that we serve. And so, you know, I just would like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of all of us and all of our, our kids and families that are going to be with us over the holidays. You know, thank you for supporting Radiothon and our work to try to support them, you know, through their journey with us. Uh, Kelly, uh, it's awesome to partner uh, with iHeart West Michigan, Tim Fagan and the crew uh, and your team at Corwell Health Foundation, Helen DeVos 
Children's Hospital Foundation Radiothon going on today and tomorrow. For anybody listening, I have the quick link on how you can donate. It's up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. And we'll talk to Dr. Daryl Elmushi, uh, who's president of Corwell Health West. Uh, he'll join us later in the broadcast. My best to you, Kelly, and keep up the great work. Oh, thanks so much, and we so appreciate you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, there's awesome people, and like I said, it's the Miracle Mile. Uh, when you look at uh, the old Spectrum, which is now Corwell uh, Health Systems, and you look at VAI, you look at everything there. Uh, man, uh, the MSU Sakia Medical School, the Doug Meyer Innovation Building with Michigan State and more. Special place, and what the Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital Radiothon, uh, and what will come from it with the money raised. Tim Fagg and I, Heart West Michigan, a lot of respect uh, from the huge show and the Michigan Sports Network. Now, if you miss any interview, any hour, any podcast, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search the huge show where you download podcast. Big, bad, huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Back live across Michigan, another hour on the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're also the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Him and I talked earlier this week, and I thought, you know what? The Harbaugh journey, which isn't over at Michigan has been amazing. The ups and downs, the expectations, not meeting expectations. So I thought, what two guys could take us through the Harbaugh era at Michigan up until today that could tell a story and Jim Brandstatter and John U. Bacon came to mind. So we will hear from both of those gentlemen about the start of the Harbaugh era and where it's at today and Will he finish his career at Michigan? If you do have a Michigan football comment, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Just search Grand Rapids Gold and get your tickets. See the schedule, promotions, and more. And also follow uh, the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. In a moment, Jim Brandstatter. He'll tell us about his personal maize and blue 
trip of a lifetime. Think about this promotion going on right now with the Michigan Sports Network. Anthony Bellino and X's and Bros, the morning show on the Michigan Sports Network, heard at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. How would you like to win two seats on a chartered jet with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soren Eagle? Two seats on that chartered jet, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort. You'll get transportation to and from the game, two tickets to Michigan TCU, all the parties before, afterwards, uh, breakfast thrown in, and more. This is a maize and blue trip of a lifetime. So here's what you need to do. Text the word, one word, go blue. One word, put it together, G-O-B-L-U-E, to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up. One entry per phone number, and you'll be in the drawing December 14th at noon for that maize and blue trip of a lifetime, courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. One word, make it, go blue together. Text it to 21,000. You don't get crushed with ads or bounce backs. Uh, the only bounce back you'll get will be what's your birth date to validate uh, your name in the drawing. No purchase is necessary. This is an awesome giveaway. That truly is amazing blue trip of a lifetime. Text go blue as one word out of 21,000. Speaking of Go Blue, former radio voice, former Wolverine, Jim Brandstatter, he is standing by. Uh, what would be your Maze and Blue trip of a lifetime? The best game you ever attended as a player, <laughs> as a fan, as a broadcaster, what would it be? Uh, that'd be a tough one. And I, uh, the 97 National Championship game, Rose Bowl, was pretty good. The last two Ohio State games were pretty darn good. I guess last year's Ohio State game, just because it was my last uh, Michigan Ohio State game announcing with Dan, and uh, that that's a special spot in my heart. Yeah, man. I was there at the Rose Bowl against Washington State with my brother Bob. I surprised him. I was living in Austin, Texas, and uh, he flew in, and we flew out uh, to Burbank. Uh, we actually ended up staying at the Michigan Hotel, but I did oh, not know it. Did, were you, did you stay at the Doubletree out there? Yes, we did. We were, we were right uh-huh. there at Burbank. Uh, I think it was wasn't that far from the airport. It was no, no, not at all. Yeah, and we didn't know. You know, we just got the hotel last minute. You know, I did it. You know, uh, at that time, you just actually made reservations, didn't have to go to an app. And yeah, that uh, uh, the beautiful day in Pasadena, uh, the sea of uh, Cougar fans. That was Ryan Leaf was the other quarterback, wasn't he? Yes, yes, he was. Yeah, he was, uh, I'll never forget Frank Beckman and I before that game watching him throw. You know, Patton goes down the sideline. And he was throwing them like 60 yards down the field, dropping them in a bucket to those receivers. Uh, he, as a college player, that guy had was very impressive as a quarterback. Yeah, that was a, a fabulous uh, game to be at, just setting, uh, you know, with the Rose Bowl right in the middle of a neighborhood and just uh, so cool. And now Michigan, from what they did last year, Jimmy, in your finale, and also your final broadcasting uh, game was Georgia, correct? Correct. Yeah. yeah, and now I thought that was a generational thing where, hey, you know, this happens once every, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years, and here they are now, one up in last year at 13-0, number two in the college football playoff. 
Uh, a nine and a half point favorite over TCU on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board, and two wins away from another Michigan football national championship. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, I, I think it's in January when all the talk was Harbaugh may leave and the Minnesota thing going on. I don't think anybody, anybody would have given you odds that we would be having this conversation today, Bill, but we are. And, and I think it's a credit to Harbaugh, his staff, I think the kids, the players, uh, they believed and uh, they got to work and uh, they played with such confidence uh, and they played so well this year. And remember this, too, and I keep telling people, two of their best players are out for the Ohio State game, Mike Morris and, and Blake Corum, and they're gonna, they were out for the Big Ten championship game. And, and this team has won games, you know, not fully 100% healthy. And yet they've still won it, and they've won it to going away. Uh, it's just been a wonderful team effort. I'm, uh, this is one of the this is one of the most rewarding years uh, I think I've seen for Michigan football, and and maybe for Jim Harbaugh, one of those uh, one of those watershed years for him as a coach. And if you look at Harbaugh and Jim, why I wanted to bring you on and do a couple segments together because. The day Jim Harbaugh was hired, when Hackett went and you know landed the plane and faxed a, the deal and signed it and got it done, uh, everybody expected this a little bit sooner, uh, what we're seeing the last couple of years. And then the expectations were, were there the first year with Jake Rudock, and everybody said, here we go, Michigan's going to begin that ascent. They're going to be just like Urban Meyer in Ohio State. One day they could be like Saban in Alabama or Oklahoma or Dabo and Clemson, uh, and then Harbaugh and the team and the program hit a wall, and they found a way to bounce back. Then they hit another wall, and they found a way to bounce back. And then you mentioned the flirtation with jobs, the contractual negotiations where Harbaugh was forced to take a pay cut, which is unheard of for coaches of his stature. Yet we sit here today with Michigan as the number two team in America and a realistic shot at another national championship. And that says something about Harbaugh, his staff, and his players. Oh, there's no question. And uh, like I said, I don't think anybody would have given us odds that we'd be having this conversation, given all that you just went through. And I think, too, that some of the things that happened is Harbaugh always had a good record. He just couldn't beat Ohio State. He'd done everything else, but he hadn't taken that one step. And that one step was beating Ohio State. And last year he did. Then they got to the playoffs. And the other thing I like to bring up is that, you know, he's got to, people talk about this. And you could, you, I think you mentioned it once before on when we were having our conversation. There's a little different culture. Michigan has always been Michigan. Uh, but, but in this day and age of collegiate football with name, image, and likeness, with the transfer portal and all those things that are surrounding it, they were, they're factors from the outside that can get inside a football program and, and then kind of, you know, pick at the edges of it and, and maybe uh, tear it away or tear it down a little bit. Jim Harbaugh has been able to navigate that whole process and create a culture that I think this year has been unbelievable. He's got a, a wonderful uh, combination of, of veteran players, of young guys, of program players that have been there a while that aren't going to the transfer portal, that are staying. Like I, I speak of guys like Michael Barrett, uh, Taylor Upshaw. Those guys stuck around and, and, and paid the dues, and now they're reaping the benefits. 
Uh, and they didn't take that uh, easy step to go to the transfer portal and play somewhere else. They found that playing for Michigan was what they wanted to do and where they wanted to spend the rest of their collegiate career. And, and don't diminish the fact that I think that has an impact on a program and on young players as they come through. And, and I think that Jim has really done a nice job of managing that and navigating that whole new you know, environment that collegiate football has to exist in within today. His name is Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking Michigan football and also uh, the Harbaugh era. What's interesting is that when you look at every season outside of really uh, the pandemic year, and maybe you go back to 2017 when they finished fourth in the Big Ten East, but uh, and Harbaugh takes the pay cut, and he had to humble himself uh, to remain committed to Michigan because it didn't seem like there were NFL connections at the time. And you look at that point from 2020, uh, two and four, tied for fifth in the Big Ten right. East, and right. you're 12 and two in Big Ten champion and make the college football playoff, and now you're 13 and 0 and a Big Ten champion again. And that I, I just look at Harbaugh, no matter what happens in the TCU game or if they get to Georgia or whatever Harbaugh does, the the comeback trail for him as a coach and the program from where they were and how ugly that pandemic year was to where they are now. Pretty amazing. And then I think your point is really well taken in that Jim humbled himself. And that's one of those things, you know, you talk about. And, and when he came back, it, it wasn't lip service about being humbled. He went to work. And, and from that low point, he built what we're watching today. So it's not like, you know, this, you know, he was, he was down. I mean, and, and there were people that really thought maybe he ought to move on somewhere and Michigan should move on. And, and Jim, despite all of that, despite negativity, despite some people out there that didn't think he should be there, put his nose to the grindstone and built what we are seeing today. And he did it, I think, through culture. He did it uh, by, by recruiting young men at the high school level and identifying them at the high school level that, that were, you know, interested in playing for Michigan and becoming, you know, that, that, that agent of change that gets Michigan back to where it is. And you've got to identify those guys as seniors in high school. And Jim has done that. And currently they're on the roster, the JJ McCarthy's, the Donovan Edwards, uh, all these Mikey Stain Ristols, all, all these guys, the Cornelius Johnson's. And and those guys have all been agents of change, and they and and the staff. Look, remember he hired Mike Hart, and Ron Bellamy. He's had two brand new defensive coordinators. Uh, you know, they came from brother John and 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 Baltimore in the NFL, but they worked beautifully. And then from within his staff, he promoted Sharon Moore, offensive coordinator, along with Coach White. Those those guys have all, I mean, over exceeded their expectations. And that's all because Jim Harbaugh saw something and said, I'm standing pat. I'm going to let these guys do their thing and I'm going to manage the coaches. And he did. And he is now reaping the benefits. And so is the team. And so are the kids. Yeah. You think about it, Jimmy, that he made tough calls on coaches. Yep. He, he made the call on uh, JJ over Cade, which uh, yep. it, that you didn't went over the locker room or even the fan base 
uh, with that, uh, but he made it as the man in charge. Uh, they all have paid off as you sit there at three or thirteen and zero, uh, and the number two team in America. And I brought this up earlier this week, Jim. That if you go back to that flirtation with Minnesota and whatever the real story was, or uh, how close he was to taking it or not taking it at, at that time, which uh, we're we're talking less than a year ago, ten months ago, That's right? There That's were right. people. There were people inside the University of Michigan and people outside the University of Michigan that were hoping Harbaugh would take the job. Think about oh, that. Right. Yeah, I know you're right. There are people that said, go ahead, Jim, take it. And um, it didn't work out. And, and the other thing I think, too, to remember is you talk about um, that's kind of one of those uh, intangible things that, you know, he was not, again, 10 months ago. Imagine how things have changed in that period mm. of time. That, that all of that goes on, and now here we are today. But the other thing is, he has tra- stayed true to himself and his philosophical outlook of football. There, there are people this year, even this year, that said, you got to be able to throw the ball more. you got to do this. you got to do that. You know, this team, and let J.J. turn him loose, da-da-da-da-da. And yet, this guy has said, Jim Harbaugh, we're going to run the ball, and we're going uh, to play defense and stop the run. That's how we're going to win. And and he let the critics beware, and yet they've done it, like I say, the old-fashioned way. And you know what? It's tried and true. And, and they walk into this uh, Final Four as, you know, like I said, one of the top two teams in the country. And, it's, and, it's, and, and if you look at them, they are, they are as balanced and as steady a football team uh, as, as it, that's in the playoff. And, and it's about Jim staying true to his philosophical roots, basically. And that's hard to do, too, when from the outside you've got people saying, no, let, let's, let's do this, let's change up, let's, let's let J.J. loose, let's throw the ball down the field, let's do all that stuff. No, he said, we're going to do it the way we've always done it and the way we're built. And he did, stuck to his guns, and now he's uh, the number two seed in the national playoffs. Yeah, 13-0 and Big Ten champion. Again, what's interesting, when you look at his track record at Michigan, one bowl win, that was that uh, first year, man, when they were 10-3 and three and uh, Rudock, and you're like, oh, the miracle worker, and look what Harbaugh's yeah. doing. And uh, they lost five straight bowls because uh, the Orange Bowl counted as the college football playoff uh, last year. But, you know, he took care of the demons. You know, he beat Michigan State this year, beat Ohio State last year, then won at, at Columbus uh, won right. back-to-back Big Ten titles where Michigan had never been to the championship game up until uh, the last two years, and now a, a big favorite, almost double digits uh, against TCU. And uh, who knows if they'll get that uh, rematch with Georgia or Jim. Could you imagine if it's Michigan-Ohio State in the national championship game in Los Angeles? Thanks. You know, what you just said just does not sound right Mm. in Los Angeles. Michigan-Ohio State should not play in Los Angeles. I mean, that game should be in Ann Arbor or or, or Columbus. And uh, I know all the the story about, you know, the national championship, and that's where the game would be if it happens that way. But uh, from an old dinosaur traditionalist like myself, I I, I just – hey – I'd love to see Michigan in a national championship game. That'd be wonderful. But playing Ohio State 
for the national championship in Los Angeles just somehow doesn't, <laughs> you know, it just, it's like, really? That's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, yeah. something's wrong. Something's wrong with the, the tilt of the earth on its axis around the, the sun. Uh, with Michigan and Ohio State playing Los Angeles for the national title. Yeah, what about beating Ohio State two times in the same year? One helps you get a Big Ten title. The next one wins you the national title. You you might just want to shut down Michigan football after that because it's never going to get any better, right? I was going to say, yeah. That would be that would be one of those things. What do they, what do they say? The drop the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We're done. We're out. Uh Program has closed up. Uh, it will never be any sweeter than this. And yeah, exactly, it exactly. just says something. I, well, Har- what Harbaugh did, Jim, and again, we you know, in talking, uh, his his start was fantastic, and you thought, here we go. And even the follow up year, uh, still ten and three, and then I, like I said, uh, some ups and downs. Uh, over the next four seasons, but he he found a way to do it. You know, you're in Ann Arbor. You're connected as a former voice, as a former player. Uh, it, on the support side, are there still people that there's personality differences? You don't have to name people, but is it still uh, everybody with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind for hardball? Well, I think it, it is now. Yeah, and I think, but but I think too that. I remember a lot of those people over there that were in that in that camp said, "You got to prove it to me, Jim. You know, you got to you got to prove it to me, and, and we've got to do this, you know, the right way, and 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 do it the way you know Michigan that does it. And, and he's done it that way. And, and I like go back to your point about he's made the tough decisions. Those tough decisions started four or five years ago. Remember, you got rid of Don Brown in a decision that was a tough one. Um, he, he's gotten he changed up coaches and all along the way, and he's, he's done some different things with players and things like that that all along the way have been have been tough. But it, it, it's all been made to build what he's got today. And he's taken those steps. And, yeah, maybe a couple of them were you know, missteps, but he's corrected them and been openly, ad- admittedly said, look, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to get better, we got to do this, we got to compete with Ohio State, we have to do this. And, and he has, has done it. He's looked at himself. He's done some self-scouting. And I think he's, he's won people over to your question in Ann Arbor, who, who after that you know, year, uh, this COVID year, and, and who had questioned him and wondering whether Michigan was going in the right direction, he has won them over with his actions, with how he's run the program, with how he's dealt with the people there to bring this current edition of Michigan football uh, to the nation. And everybody over there is delighted with, one, how it's playing out, how they're playing, and how, how they're acting and how they're doing the right thing. And that's, to me, that's, uh, you know, I, I think Jim's as solid as he could possibly be in Ann Arbor now. I think his quote after the uh, Big Ten Championship game that people were talking to him about, the NFL may come calling again or your name servicing, he, he said, I will enthusiastically be coaching Michigan in 2023. I think uh, that put all of those, you know, rapid heartbeats in Ann Arbor uh, to rest. And uh, they're happy that he's coming back. Yeah, and the key would be, you know, you need the support, uh, obviously, of the boosters. But uh, Ward Manuel, the one who, you know, had to negotiate that pay cut. And what you said, I do agree, Jim, with prove it to us and you can earn it. 
uh, with incentives and also, I believe, with what he's done now uh, the last two years, Michigan will try and lock him up uh, long-term uh, with a competitive deal that's there with the best college coaches in America. So do you believe the relationship with Michigan AD Ward Manuel is, again, solid with Harbaugh? Very much so. Very much so. Uh, Ward is, like I said, Ward and he had a, a, a few come-to-Jesus minutes there when they had to renegotiate that contract. And Jim and Ward looked each other in the eye and said, this is, you know, what we have to do. And and Ward said, this is where we are, Jim, and, and this is the way it's going to be. It's about production and it's about performance. Jim understands that, too. That's the beauty of Jim Harbaugh. He's the one that has talked about it in his football team. It's about a meritocracy. The guy that plays the best, the guy that does the best, he's going to get the playing time. Jim understood that and realized, you know, we aren't where we need to be. And he accepted what Ward gave him. And uh, I think he and Ward have a wonderful relationship now. And um, clearly, uh, the way this team has played this year has been the proof to anybody who has any doubts that Jim Harbaugh is the guy to run that program in Ann Arbor. And I think uh, Santa Ono coming in, he's not the typical uh, University of Michigan president. He really, again, you have to be pro-academics if you're a president of a university, uh, unless you're Jim Trestle and somehow you're under (laughs) NCAA show cause and you become president at Youngstown State. But that's a whole nother conversation for a different show. Uh, But Santa Ono, and he, he was really responsible for uh, keeping Luke Fickle at Cincinnati and helping build up uh, Cincinnati. And he now is there at Michigan. So you get Santa Ono, who's been openly supportive of Harbaugh and the football program and understands its importance uh, to the Michigan academic and athletic experience. You talked about Ward and Jim. I had to come to Jesus uh, point because a lot of people didn't know what was going to happen post-pandemic. Would the crowds be back? Would money uh, be tight. It wasn't the right time to uh, get one of those mega deals, but now with Santa Ono uh, as the president, with Ward Manuel there, and what Jim has done the last two years, I, I think before spring ball, uh, you'll see a new deal for Harbaugh. I really do. I w- I, yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me. And I think Santa Ono is a great point that you make because you know academics and presidents of universities can be very helpful to an athletic program and can be athletics friendly without being. Uh, unfriendly to academics. I, I, you know, that's the thing that I think some people don't realize. Santa Ono did a great job at Cincinnati, and he helped them a lot. And Luke Fickle uh, raised Cincinnati's, uh, you know, uh, reputation on a national stage because of its football program. But people learned about it as an educational outfit because of their football program. And it's a little-known fact, but it's a fact that your donations to your university, it's law school, it's business school, goes up when your athletic programs are doing well. It's just a fact. That happens. When your athletic programs aren't doing well, uh, the donations that come in for your academic programs sometimes drop a little bit. And presidents understand that. And I think Santa Ono understands that, that there can be a happy marriage with a very vital, strong, and nationally recognized athletic program along with an educational institution like Michigan with a reputation that's second to none. They can coexist with the same name, and one doesn't have to suffer for the other. And I think Ono is one of those guys that's perfect for the University of Michigan, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that he's the guy um, that's in that, in that uh, presidential suite in Ann Arbor because 
to be quite frank, in the past, uh, that hasn't been the case in Ann Arbor. And I'm glad it is now. We're glad Jim Brandstatter is joining us on the Huled Show on the Meyer Guest Line, talking Harbaugh, Michigan football, the college football playoff, and also uh, the politics uh, that are public and also behind the scenes in Ann Arbor. Everybody seems to be on the same page. That's what uh, winning will do. Jim also has, is it the Voices of Michigan Stadium? What, what's the name of the audio book <laughs> and the paperback? Voices of Michigan Stadium. And uh, you've been so kind and friendly to help get the word out. And uh, it's, uh, I, I didn't want to be the accidental his, historian of Michigan football, but it, it turned out that way. And I've got some great audio that I was able to put together in a book. And uh, you can learn a lot about Michigan football. And hear the actual voices of the Bo Schembechlers and the Ron Kramers. Their actual words talking about their great moments at Michigan Stadium. And some of the other great moments, uh, great plays. Desmond Howard, the pose in the end zone. Uh, the, 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 the Colorado pass that hurt Michigan on the last play for Cordell Stewart. We've got guys that were in the middle of that play. Jamie Morris talking about his great All-American career. Uh, so we've got a, a from, from 1927 to 1997, um, we've got it all. And guys who remember great moments. And they tell it in their own voices on Voices of Michigan Stadium. It's available at jimbrandstetter.com. You can click on the link to get to it. Or Amazon.com. And the other thing, Bill, I just learned this the other day. Amazon has a little button down there that you can actually uh, give the audio book as a gift. Uh, and you can download it and send somebody an email, and they can get the download onto whatever device they wish. So it's a pretty cool deal. His name is Jim Brandstatter. Uh, he is joining us uh, talking about uh, Michigan football. It's a good time uh, to be a Wolverine. It sure is. And, again, that voice is of Michigan, Amazon. Uh, is it jimbrandstatter.com, too? Where else can they get it? Yep, that's it. You can get it at amazon.com. Just search for Voices of Michigan Stadium in their book uh, department. And there is a paperback available, but I highly recommend the audio book. Uh, it's a wonderful uh, listen. Uh, and uh, jimbrandstatter.com also has a link that you can click on to buy the audio book or the paperback, whichever you wish. But like I said, I urge you to buy the audio book. Because to hear Bo Schembechler, you've got a couple of those clips that we sent you. To hear Bo uh, with that staccato delivery, you know, talk about those great moments in his career, it just, to this day, it raises the hackles on my arm uh, to hear him, uh, to hear that passion uh, about Michigan and about that Michigan football job. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Wonderful conversation. Enjoy the holidays. Great fun. You too, Bill, and uh, my best to uh, Superfly. All right. Back at you, Jim Brandstatter, joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign of Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan football. And you can gear up for the Wolverines. Quality license official Michigan gear. Huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. And make sure you text the one word, Go Blue Together, to 21,000. If you're 21 and up, text Go Blue one word together to 21,000, and you'll be in the drawing on December 14th at noon for that trip for two, airfare, tickets to see Michigan TCU, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, food, parties, transportation, and more. Just text the word, one word, go blue, G-O-B-L-U-E, to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up, and only one entry Per number. From St. Joseph to Midland. 
This show is huge. Your Auto Value Auto Parts store is part of a network of more than 300 family-owned stores and are locally run by some of your own friends and neighbors. Every day, we work hard to provide you with all the automotive aftermarket parts and accessories you'll ever need. Name brands, too, like Champion, Seafoam, Wix, Lucas, Mobile, and more. The auto parts you need at the value you've come to expect. So thanks again for shopping locally at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros, and we at the Michigan Sports Network, in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number two Michigan against number three TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21,000. That's go blue to 21000. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December 14th at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit michigansportsnetwork.com. Text the keyword go blue to 21000. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Thursday broadcast of Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate in the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. All right, we got the holiday hoops action going, and on the NBA level, you have the Pistons, who actually played pretty well the last two games. They split uh, with the Heat and the Pelicans. Well, my friends from the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. They have a huge deal where new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet just $5 on the pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 
in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings. Same game parlays. That's pretty cool. You can use your favorite players, put together something. It's awesome. Just download uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE to get in on the holiday hoops action. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Uh, John U. Bacon. New York Times best-selling author and one of the best when it comes to inside University of Michigan football and athletics. He'll join us coming up in about 25 minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the Harbaugh era on this team. Are they national championship material? You're two wins away. I think they are. You know, people talk about, oh, look what Georgia did to LSU. LSU basically gave them 14 points early. You can't do that. So we'll talk to John U. Bacon uh, here in less than 30 minutes. By the way, if you want to win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime, airfare for two, three nights at a beautiful Scottsdale uh, resort, tickets to the game, uh, the VIP parties with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soaring Eagle, just text the word, make it one word, go blue, G-L-B-L-U-E, text that to 21000. A free contest, no purchases necessary, 21 and up, and one entry per phone number. Just text the word Go Blue to 21,000. That winner will be announced December 14th. That's less than a week. December 14th at noon. Uh, text Go Blue. One word, make it one word G O or G O B L U E uh, to 21,000. I mentioned that uh, today and tomorrow, uh, with our flagship station, 96 won the game. And Tim Fagan, who heads up iHeart West Michigan, they've been committed uh, to the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and their Radiothon to help the foundation raise money, awareness uh, to help children, and also just impact the team at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, which is part of the Michigan Medical Mile, which I call the Michigan Miracle Mile, because it's not just about people in West Michigan. It's about the entire state, if not Midwest, that was some of the best doctors, support team, and staff uh, that medicine can bring to the table uh, to help save lives. So we talked to Kelly Dyer earlier, president of uh, Corwell Health Foundation, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. I think Dr. Daryl L. Mushi, who's president of Corwell uh, Health West, uh, he is standing by, ready to talk about the Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital Radiothon and also the impact that Helen DeVos Children's Hospital has on lives uh, here in our state. How you doing, Dr. El Mushi? I am doing very well. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, good to see you again. I know we've crossed paths with our kids growing up together uh, here on the west side of the state, so it's good to uh, see your elevation inside uh, the executive team there and your commitment as a doctor uh, to providing the best health or the best healthcare options uh, for people, and 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 when you look at the best uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, I mean that that's one of the top children's hospital uh, hospitals in America, if not the world. 
Absolutely. It's, it, you know, Helen of Austin is an amazing place, and I always think how lucky we are in West Michigan to have such a place. Uh, you know, we are, we are a great community. We're a big community, but we're not a huge community. Uh, and in spite of that, we have a children's hospital that rivals those in big cities across the country and across the world. Really amazing. Yeah, and what's needed? Uh, when, when you look at the Radiothon and what iHeart West Michigan is doing with the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation, uh, what, what, what is the next level? What's still needed? Uh, the money raised from this Radiothon, the gifts you get from individuals, families, uh, businesses. Uh, what, what is that next level of need uh, for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital? Yeah, you know, when you think about it, a, a children's hospital is really special. So not only are you trying to take care of the kids, but you're also trying to make sure that their environment is warm and inviting. You want to make sure that they can get educated if they happen to be there for a long time, which unfortunately some kids with cancer and other diagnoses are. You want to make their environment fun. We have games, bingo. We employ child life specialists, which are people specially trained, just to work with kids and families while they're in the hospital. All of that takes resources, and unfortunately, none of that is funded by insurance, the government, what have you. Uh, so it's really all philanthropy that makes it go, and it's amazing when it does. And again, there's so many different illnesses going through uh, communities all across Michigan when it comes to our children. Uh, if you had to define specialties uh, for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, the go zones uh, where your team uh, is active and they jump right in, uh, what would be some of those illnesses that Michigan children deal with? Well, first of all, right now, actually, I hate to say it, but it's been an unprecedented last month for us. Uh, you know, everyone's seen on the news this whole idea of a triple-demic. Well, for kids specifically, it's been a virus that comes out every year called RSV, and this year has been the worst we've ever seen. Uh, our children's hospital has had over 250 kids in the hospital at one time. We've set records that we've never had in the history of the children's hospital. Our pediatric ICU, which is for the sickest of kids, has 30 beds, and we've had well over 50 kids in the ICU at one time in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, just the common illnesses can get really bad where you need very special care. And we provide care for kids with heart disease, for kids with brain problems, with cancer, you name it, we have almost 100 different specialties within Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. It's really fantastic, and we need people's help to keep that going. Yeah, and that's basically uh, the question for anybody listening who wants to make a donation out of the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon. I have the quick link, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, the Radiothon, in partnership with Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and iHeartWest Michigan and Tim Fagan. Dave Taft and all the on-air team uh, here in Grand Rapids at our flagship station, including 96-1 The Game, all uh, reaching out. So go to Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook if you want to make that donation. And I know Dr. Elmushi just uh, mentioned the RSV, and there's so much there. And I told everybody the story uh, today, which I've mentioned a couple of times, of Jacob Bradlinski, the Grand Rapids West Catholic football player, uh, who rang the bell, beat cancer, and... Uh, walked down that hallway at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital uh, Foundation about eight days before his Grand Rapids West Catholic team uh, won the D6 state championship. And an incredible story of spirit, uh, a quality team that uh, was there for him and his family. And he rang that bell. And it's part of this radiothon with Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Uh, Dr. El Mushi, thank you so much for your time and keep up the great work. 
Thank you so, so much. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, back at you, and happy holidays to you and your family. So if you can help, if you can donate, it's simple. And we have the quick link. Every every gift donation matters. Uh, you can go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and those links will be up here over the next couple of days. And I can't say it enough about Tim Fagan and iHeartWest Michigan and their connection to community and how they care. And also to everybody who has been a part and still a part of the Michigan Medical Mile that I call the Michigan Miracle Mile from what is now Corwell Health uh, Spectrum when they merged with Beaumont on the east side of the state. They had a name change. You have Dave and Carol Van Andel and the Van Andel family's mission to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's right across the street from Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Ironically, uh, you're looking for cures here and you're helping on the other side of the street. That's what that Michigan Medical Mile is all about. Uh, the Secchia Michigan State University uh, Medical School. You have Doug Meyer and his uh, donation uh, for uh, innovation connected to Michigan State University and their medical program. I saw Perigo uh, has, it uh, just keeps growing. They're changing lives, they're saving lives, and they're protecting our children. And really, uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, anybody who uh, has a child, you have a nephew, you have a grandson, granddaughter, whatever, you know you'll do anything uh, to protect kids. So if you can donate, uh, go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also all the iHeart West Michigan radio stations are having the Radiothon going on as we speak uh, through tomorrow. And we'll talk to uh, Dr. Hussein uh, Morandi, who's the president of Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. He'll join us uh, during tomorrow's broadcast. I do want to thank uh, the team uh, inside uh, the foundation uh, for Corwell Health and Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and their help. And it's a no-brainer uh, to jump in and be involved. As a father, nothing makes you feel more helpless when you can't help your children and you put the faith and trust in the arms and eyes and ears and brains of doctors and what they do. It's awesome. It really is. Well done, Superfly. Thank you so much. Uh, John U. Bacon will join us coming up in our next segment, more on uh, the lighter side of life. We'll get to Michigan TCU, his thoughts on Michigan winning another national championship. And he wrote that Harbaugh book early in Harbaugh's career because after the first year, everybody thought, here we go, right? That Harbaugh was going to build an unbelievable Ohio State-like program. And it took them uh, a lot of ups and downs and longer than expected, but they are there. They are in the reload level right now. And I do believe, and I said this on Monday's show, that regardless of what happens in the college football playoff, that Michigan will be the preseason number one team in America. Did we miss a break? We t- Why didn't you... You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't text me. I didn't. I was talking to him. I forgot we didn't go to the break. I don't see the text. All right. Callers online, your opinions are next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan on a Thursday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. A busy day talking about Michigan TCU in the college football playoff semifinal. John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything about Michigan. He'll join us coming up in a few moments. We'll get his thoughts on the Harbaugh era, this football team. I heard uh, Anthony Bellino on X's and Bros that some are calling J.J. McCarthy the best quarterback to ever play at Michigan. You know, you win a national championship, I think uh, he'll be in that argument. He would for one year as a starter. By the way, speaking of Anthony Bellino and X's and Bros and the Michigan Sports Network, they are giving away the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Think about this. How would you like to win airfare for two, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, tickets to Michigan TCU, two tickets, uh, parties, breakfast, uh, pregame bash, postgame, all the transportation to and from the game and more. All you have to do is text Gold Blue as one word to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up, one entry per phone number. Text Go Blue as one word, G O B L U E, to 21,000, and the winner will be announced on December 14th at noon. Text Go Blue, G O B L U E, one word, out of 21,000. Do it. Okay, it has to be one word. Some are putting spaces in between. If you don't get the bounce back text, the only bounce back you'll get that as for your birthday that validates your entry, text Go Blue out of 21000. And good luck uh, with your chance at winning that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Uh, we also are bringing awareness and raising money, helping our flagship station 96 won the game with their Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon, an annual event that they're doing today and tomorrow. The Helen DeVos Children's Hospital on Michigan's Medical Miles, one of the top children's hospitals in America. And they raise money and bring awareness every year. If you want to donate, provide a gift. I have the quick links at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go talk to John U. Bacon. New York Times bestselling author. He knows everything about Michigan football. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well, Big Bill. How yourself? Good. Um, I'm doing fantastic. I, I can't believe the last two years for Michigan. I thought last year was, oh, that's a year you're going to get every 10 years. And they come right back and they take it next level. Just, uh, uh, I'm almost speechless how unbelievable this year has been so far for Harbaugh and Michigan football. 
especially when you consider that uh, you changed quarterbacks after about two or three games. So pretty amazing. And, of course, you lost one of your biggest players from last year. Hell, a few of them. Hutchinson, of course, uh, Ojabo, and all the rest. So uh, it's been uh, a tour de force. I'm not sure which year, frankly, Bill, is more impressive after coming off a 2-4 and four debacle in 2020 when – Bill, if you left it up to the fans, I don't know if Harbaugh would have had a job and Ward Manuel wisely signed him for another contract, do or die, I grant you. Um, but, uh, boy, 20, what, they're 25 and 2 since then. Not bad. Well, you, know, you, you talk about that contract and Harbaugh humbled by having to take a pay cut, which normally you never see uh, anybody at a school like Michigan or a name like Harbaugh take a pay cut and the do or die. And the fact that uh, a lot of people seem content if Harbaugh was leaving for the Vikings job or the NFL uh, early 2022, and here you are, uh, the number two team in America, Big Ten champions again, uh, put a butt whooping on Ohio State in Columbus, and uh, you get two W's, you're a national champion. No kidding. Um, and, I mean, right now, they really are the number two team in the in the nation. I think Georgia is still a notch better than Michigan is, but not the three notches they were last year. And they're favored against a very good TCU team. So uh, what a difference two years makes. And back to that big bet. Ward Manuel made a big bet against the advice of many people close to him, I think. Um, likewise, Harbaugh swapped out six of his ten assistant coaches. That is another big boy bet right there, and the kind of bet that you think might pay off ideally in two, three, four years, but it had to pay off that year or they're all gone, and it did. So those are two pretty huge bets, and you throw the third one in, uh, taking J.J. McCarthy over Cade McNamara, who just won you a Big Ten title, uh, which was clearly the right move, as tough as I'm sure it was. And uh, they did not get there by playing it safe. You have to conclude that. Yeah, some unbelievable moves inside uh, the University of Michigan. Uh, Harbaugh, his staff, players, and man, they they pushed all the right buttons. I'm I'm trying to find a negative of the last couple years connected to Michigan football on or off the field, and I know uh, the Mozzie Smith story is out there, but uh, there haven't been many. Haven't been many, and I think the Mozzie Smith story is frankly largely a failure of public relations more than uh, legal actions. As you know, today he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor gun charge, and the Amber Police Department, as reported by Angelique Shingalis, you know her very well, of course, um, just uh, reported that, um, to be clear, what, what was the phrase here? Make, make sure I get this one right. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm scrolling here. It's, it's all piling up too fast. Don't but anyway, worry about it. Uh, he was, the gun was not loaded at the time. That's the point. Um, now, maybe these are distinctions without a difference, obviously. Um, but uh, anyway, so I'm not saying it's a great situation by any means. If they'd gotten the word out earlier, I think they would have been a lot better off uh, from a PR point of view. But uh, if that's the biggest thing that happens to Michigan this year off the field, then they should walk away clean. And he did uh, officially plead guilty to a misdemeanor, right? That is correct. Yeah, today. so again, uh, he didn't put anybody in harm's way. I'm not condoning it, and I do agree with you uh, why they sat on it and didn't explain that um, he cooperated, did all this, and it wouldn't be one one-hundredth of the story it became for, you know, about a week cycle. Yeah, I think that's about right. And look, I mean, it's back to the Don Canham edict, never turn a one-day story into a two-day story. And related to that, Bill, if you have bad news, when this it clearly is bad news when your player gets arrested for uh, a gun infraction, 
um, then it's far better to get the news out yourself than to wait for people to find out through county records and whatnot. Um, so that would have been much wiser that way. But uh, but at any rate, PR aside, um, on the grand scale, you've got guys like Blake Corm, of course, delivering dinners on Thanksgiving and whatnot. It's been uh, a very positive year for Michigan football, and it seems like a very unified team. And, and they do the team, the team, the team, and – uh, yeah, I thought John Beeline sent out a tweet that I screenshotted and shared with my audience on Twitter and Facebook where, you know, in this uh, name, image, and likeness era, this transfer portal party uh, situation we have every year now, uh, they look and feel and play like a team the last two years. Yeah, and I mean, and you saw the difference in 2019 and 2020. Uh, the team 2019, we all thought, and that's when my book Overtime was coming out, uh, that was going to be the year. They're ranked in the top five. They're going to make a real run for the whole thing, having almost done it the year before, 10-game winning streak, which, of course, ended in Columbus um, with another whooping by the Buckeyes, of course, down there. And 2019, they had all kinds of talent, but the team did not get unified. They were not very close, as I understand it. In 2020, even less so. So changing the coaches certainly helped change the culture, and they seem to attract perhaps a higher caliber uh, teammate in the process. So they had talent, a lot of it in 2019, but they didn't have a team, and that's the difference. You know, you go back to that overtime book, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I was going, and John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author based in Ann Arbor, he knows everything inside and out when it comes to University of Michigan Athletics joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Do you see anything from that book and all the conversations you had during that year with Harbaugh and Michigan football that kind of showed the future where the team is at now? Wow, good question. Um, boy, I, I tell you what, I did not see. I, I thought if Harbaugh went nine and three, ten and two last year, that would vindicate Ward Manuel. That would vindicate Jim Harbaugh as a great season. If if anybody else out there saw twelve and zero coming, thirteen and zero of course after um, after I'm sorry twelve and one after losing to Michigan State of course um, they were smarter than I was because I didn't see that happening and this year going thirteen and zero the way they did I thought looking at the schedule and they had a very soft non conference schedule as you know but you know as tough as anybody's in the conference you've got to play Penn State and Michigan State and so on um, I thought they would be probably eleven and one after Ohio State. They're winning down there. They've not done it in 20 years, 22 years. Um, that just seemed like too too far a challenge, especially when Ohio State was also undefeated. And, Bill, Ohio State's got 14 five-star players. Michigan has three. On paper, that should not have been a game the other way. And, man, you could not tell that on game day down in Columbus. John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author, Michigan Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Have you what, what changes from sitting down in multiple books and stories and events and everything you're a part of there in Ann Arbor, connected to Harbaugh? Where has he changed, and how have those changes maybe helped him as a coach in the Michigan program the last two years? I think the biggest change, honestly, was getting closer to his players. Uh, as corny as that might sound, you see it in the press conferences after the games. It used to often just be Jim by himself. Um, Jim Harbaugh, that is. And now it's him with Mike Sainer still, of course, and uh, other stars in the defense. Um, 
He wants to get those guys in as fast as possible and get himself off the stage as fast as possible. There seems to be a bond with this coaching staff and the players that was not complete before. So I think the biggest change is off the field and not the X's and O's, although that certainly has improved as well. Uh, this football team, uh, I know there was some crazy talk, like, hey, is J.J. with the best to have ever played? You know, I said, no way. And then I thought, well, gosh, if he leads them to a national championship and they beat TCU in the semifinal and they get some revenge against Georgia and you look at uh, what a, a young quarterback did in one year, I, I guess he would be in that conversation, which is kind of crazy, considering this is his first year starting. Both of those reactions are mine. On the one hand, on paper, no way. There have been a lot of great quarterbacks at Michigan, and J.J. is hardly complete. This is his first year starting at Michigan, and he's made uh, some mistakes along the way, including a bad interception against uh, Purdue, naturally. Um, I'm letting a cat out here, Bill. Sorry about that. Otherwise, the cat's going to bother our interview. So cats are very uncooperative, it turns out. But anyway, uh, he's out. Um, but the flip side is, look, they're 13-0. and uh, And he, was, he clearly had to have the game of his life against Ohio State, especially with Blake Corm, your best player out. And he did. Uh, now, a lot of those passes were kind of backyard passes, long bombs that there's no one around. They're more about scheming than about uh, Tom Brady threading the needle kind of passes. Uh, but he made very good judgments, and unlike most quarterbacks uh, at Michigan, he can run as well as he can pass, and that has proven to be essential for Michigan down the road. And his judgment's been quite good. I think next year he'll be a substantially better quarterback than he was this year, but Man, if, he, if he's end up being 14-0 to play Georgia, whatever happens, you got to put him on a short list. Harbaugh, uh, win or lose uh, against TCU or if they get to the title game against Georgia or, God forbid, we would have the biggest college football game and one of the biggest sporting events, if not the biggest, uh, the state of Michigan has ever seen with Michigan-Ohio State at SoFi for the national championship. Uh, is Harbaugh at Michigan the rest of his career? Is this his final stop? Well, I mean, we've all learned, Bill, never say never, obviously, but uh, that's my guess. Um, and I can tell you a few things that we do know. Uh, talking to Jim Hackett from Grand Rapids, obviously, or there many, many years, decades. Um, Jim Hackett told me when he was the AD and he hired Harbaugh a month or two into his tenure at Michigan, uh, Hackett's that is, that he said, Jim, what's the future look like? And Harbaugh said, uh, I've got unfinished business in the NFL, and after seven years, I'm going to take a look. That's exactly what he did after seven years. So he was not fooling Hackett. He was up front with the recruits and the coaches, which cost him a, a PR black eye, of course, for a few months there. Uh, but at least he kept his credibility with those recruits uh, and those current players, of course. Um, after he came back, after the flirtation with Vikings, he said, uh, I'll, I'll be here as long as you'll have me, to Ward Manuel. said it publicly. He's repeated that since then. Um, and, I mean, look, Jim's got his pros and cons like all of us and his strengths and weaknesses, but as Bruce Motti, the former sports information director, asked me when that whole thing ended, he said, have you ever known Jim to lie? And I haven't. Um, so you don't always like what he has to say. I don't always agree with him, but I've never known him to lie ever. Um, so if that's the case, then my guess is he's there at Michigan as long as they'll have him. And the family is having a great time. Now, being 25-2 and two over the last 
24 months never hurts. Um, but uh, the kids are growing up in Ann Arbor. They're going to his school. And right now, of course, the Love Fest has returned for Harbaugh and the town. That is not hurt. So if I had to bet right now, I think Harbaugh is at Michigan for the rest of his career. And by the way, uh, with a foundation led by J.J. McCarthy and Donovan Edwards, I've been saying this all week, that I believe Michigan will be the preseason and a wealth of other young talent, that Michigan will be the preseason number one team in college football going into 2023. Well, with some of that line coming back, which is now one and two with Georgia for the Joe Moore Award, is the best line in college football. They won it last year, and four of those five graduated and left. Um, you've got that, you know, a chunk of that line coming back, and you've shown you can re- replicate it. If you've got Donovan Edwards coming back in the backfield, one of the most explosive tailbacks out there, and you got J.J. McCarthy coming back, boy, that's uh, that may well be the case. It will depend in part, Bill, I think, on how they play against TCU and, if they get there, Georgia or Ohio State. Um, but uh, they've got to be a top five, and if they play well in these next two games, even if they don't win it, um, they will. Um, I think you're right. They'll be number one. John U. Bacon, New York Times uh, bestselling uh, author. Before I let you go, there was something uh, you said that caught my attention. Uh, strengths and weaknesses of hardball. What, what, what would you right now define those as? on the strength side and the weaknesses side? Strength uh, and enthusiasm unknown to mankind. That was his dad's mantra, and he's got it in spades. He's got insane levels of energy. And this is a guy who had a 14-year NFL career. He's got nothing to prove, and he's got, you know, he had the money and all the rest. So to put in these kinds of hours, and I'm looking at Deion Sanders doing that right now also, it's very rare for a great player to come back to be a great coach because it takes too much. So I'd say energy levels, I'd say honesty. He's been, again, whether you like him or not, um, he's been direct and straight about every issue that I've dealt with him on. Um, and I'd say also he's become what used to be a weakness and now is a great strength, uh, delegating better to his staff uh, and getting closer to his players. Weaknesses, uh, he's not done much to endear himself to other coaches. We know that. Uh, not just at Michigan State, but also at Ohio State and really throughout the Big Ten. It's a minor miracle that the Big Ten voted him the coach of the year this year. Because usually it goes to a team that performs better than expected, of course. A team that was 3-9 three and, three and nine ends up being, you know, 8-4 and four or something. And that didn't happen this year. Um, so he hasn't got too many friends in the Big Ten. And he hasn't got too many friends in the media. He's not necessarily all that media savvy a person. I don't think it's a concern of his. is why he's not. Uh, but I would say those are two things that often cost him. They don't necessarily have to. But uh, those are not, I don't think, his priorities. Uh, what's the next book adventure uh, for you, John? You? Uh, great question. Sorting that out right now. But in the meantime, we're pushing The Great Halifax Explosion for a six-part TV series. Not at all a done deal yet. Uh, and will likely be a play with Jeff Daniels at Purple Rose Theater. Uh, Let Them Lead, which came out last year about my experience coaching the Huron High School hockey team. Jim Bernstein, who wrote Mighty Ducks 3 and Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito and Marky Mark. Um, he's almost done with the screenplay on that, so we'll see about that. And then uh, I'm exploring book options as we speak, so I'll keep you it, keep it posted on that one, Bill. Uh, I think the last two years of Harbaugh might be a good book. I've heard that. <laughs> Uh-oh. I might have. Uh, did I win the game show? Did I no, win the game, the show, game show, Big Price? No, no. I've, I've signed. I've done no deals on that and signed no deals yet. Uh, and I may not. Um, but uh, I can say I'm kicking myself that the years I cover the team, of course, they have a 10-game losing winning streak snap, and then they 
uh, they are disappointing in 2019, boy, the luck you'd have to have to uh, write a book last year or this year would be incredible. And I did not have that luck. So Yeah, I was, uh, I was saying when you said I may or may not, I'm thinking, I didn't know John Yu was running for politics. I may or may not, Bill. <laughs> I'm not telling you. I may or may not. Yeah, it would have been. You know what? I, I will say probably, well, either year. If you jumped in from the start through the year, Either year had so many stories because the unexpected from last year and then J.J. and the things they've been through and what they did in Columbus. You're right. That would have been one hell of a book. Oh, was. yeah. And well, you also got the drama between Cade McNamara, which is ongoing, as we know. Uh, he's he, he, He's got to just go go to Iowa and play, and that's it. You know what? Uh, no, one, no one dislikes him. It was purely a football business move going to J.J. That's it. Well, and it's pretty hard to argue against it, isn't it? You're 13-0. and 0. So it's a pretty hard claim to make that he picked the wrong guy. Harbaugh did. Well, and that, uh, and that probably makes Cade even more PO'd because Harbaugh made sure. the right decision. And J.J. went one step further off the incredible year that Cade had last year. So, again, he's still early 20s. Uh, you had to be a leader. You got to have some moxie, some ego. And J.J. went and took it next level. There you go. Exactly right. And look, last year they had Haskins. They had that line, of course. They had the defensive ends. They didn't have that this year. So we knew going into that Ohio State game that J.J. McCarthy had to play the best game of his career, and he did. And uh, God bless Cade McNamara, but I'm not sure if he's capable of that level of game. We'll never know, of course, in fairness. Um, And, hey, he won Michigan's first uh, Big Ten title in 18 years and beat Ohio State for the first time in forever. So he'll be rightly remembered for those things, and I don't think anybody's wishing him ill in Iowa, nor should they. So, John, uh, you, before I let you go, uh, how will the end play out for Harbaugh and Michigan football? How will the what play out? The, how will the end here? Will it end, end against TCU? Will it end? I don't think so. I think uh, TCU in LA? is the second... I think TCU is the second most talented team Michigan has faced, but I don't think they're more talented than Ohio State. I don't think TCU's you know, great quarterback and receivers are better than Ohio State's. Um, so they've faced a team like this before. Um, I don't think TCU's defense is anywhere near as good as Ohio State's, although they didn't, they didn't play very well that game. But I think that's on the defensive coordinator on the crazy schemes. And, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, but playing cover zero repeatedly, uh, as one coach once told me, when you're playing cover zero – Somebody's band is going to play. Either you get blitz them and get a sack, or they're going to smoke you on wide open receivers, which happened several times in that game, of course. Um, so I put that more in the D.C. than the uh, talent at Ohio State. I think Michigan will beat TCU, um, maybe by a touchdown or two. Um, Georgia, they'll still be underdogs and should be underdogs. Georgia, you know, on paper, certainly is a better team. Uh, but man, if you got that kind of confidence going and you're 14 and 0 at that point, one game, anything can happen. Lord knows. So at that point, who knows? Um, so I would, I don't know if I'd bet on Michigan versus Georgia at this stage, but I would bet on them versus TCU. Uh, and look, you get to the college football finals, um, something that no Big Ten team has done for a while. Um, how can you not call that a great season for Michigan and for Harbaugh? It's always a great conversation with John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. Also, he knows everything that's going on in Ann Arbor. Joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, John U., uh, wonderful conversation. My best to you and your family during the holidays, and enjoy that Final Four matchup with Michigan and TCU. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, John U. Bacon checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. Remember, you can gear up for Michigan. Quality license official team gear a huge selection 
Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. And if you want to win a trip for two, chartered airfare for two, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort, two tickets to the game, all this courtesy of the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soren Eagle, uh, just text the word "Go Blue." Make it one word: "Go Blue." To twenty one thousand two one zero zero zero. Go Blue. One word to twenty one thousand. You have to be twenty one and up. One entry per phone number. The winner will be announced on December fourteenth at noon. Good luck and enter to win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Text the one word together. Uh, go G O B L U E to 21,000, and you could win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime, courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Championship week has come and gone. Georgia beat LSU in the SEC title game 50-30 to and the number one Bulldogs retain that position in the upcoming college football playoff. The same can be said for Michigan. They handled Purdue 43-22 to in the Big Ten title game and they too stayed put. Things got dicey, however, in the Pac-12 and Big 12 championship games and saw both number three TCU and number four USC lose. TCU lost their game against Kansas State in overtime 31-28 while USC had their doors blown off by Utah 47-24, a team that they had already lost to earlier in the year. Now TCU remained right where they should be after an undefeated season and an overtime loss in their championship game their 13th of the season. USC however, they have now two losses, both to the same team and they were knocked out of the top four by the college football playoff committee. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and filling your sleigh with $100,000. Come out for Reindeer Games every Friday in December from 6 to 10 p.m. Each hour, two players have the chance to pick a lucky reindeer and win up to $100,000 cash. Don't miss your chance at huge holiday winnings only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock and end the arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartan. Goal for Michigan State. The Paris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs upset the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. Poland with a shot. He scores. 
and the Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy! The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. talk to John Borton, senior insider columnist for the Wolverine.com. He joins us uh, from Ann Arbor. And uh, Johnny, I know we talked a couple of times this year. I thought last year was a generational season, something you might see once every 10 years. And here's Michigan now, even in a better spot at 13-0 and uh, and a nine and a half point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board over TCU with a great shot to get to the championship game this year. Yeah, pretty incredible. Uh, Jim Arbaugh said the other day, you know, he can't. Uh, his mouth hardly forms the the words thirteen and zero. It just doesn't sound like a uh, a football reality, and yet it is for this team. Uh, I'll tell you what, they're uh, they're in a position, as you said, to uh, to have a great shot at this thing. I think they can uh, get it done against TCU. Although uh, you look at that quarterback, Max Duggan, and he uh, almost single handedly. Uh, didn't win it for them the other day, but uh, kept them in the number three spot. And uh, you get to that championship game. I don't think Georgia is as good as it was last year. Still very, very good, though. And Heck, if you had Michigan-Ohio State as a championship game, that would be the most hyped game maybe in the history of college football. Why do you like Michigan to win two games and be national champions? And what concerns you the most as we head into the final four? Well, I would say uh, the fact uh, what I like about their chances is simply the the level at which they continue to play. And it's uh, it's almost this formula where they're uh, like that boxer feeling out the opponent in the early going and then uh, – come halftime when they've got everybody feeling like you're on the edge of your seat and wow, this could go right down to the wire. They just uh, come out and start beating on people and uh, pull away and wear people down. And I think that that's uh, a really good formula to win. But when you reach this level, I mean, I think they're going to do that. I would expect the same thing in this TCU game that uh, TCU will be there for a a half and uh, maybe more and hang right in there. But in the end, I think Michigan's got too much offensively and defensively. You get to those, uh, that final game though. And if it's Georgia, I just, uh, my worry would be um, that in a, a slightly compromised, and this is, is no insult to uh, certainly uh, Michigan and it's uh, Beck's depth but when you go into that last one without Blake Corum and you've got a, a, a front that continues to be as talented as Georgia has, um, you just you just wonder how they're going to hold up in that game. I, I expect Georgia to uh, to take down Ohio State, and uh, I, I would say they will be favored against Michigan. Uh, it's it's going to have to be the sort of execution that you saw. In a in that Ohio State game, in big plays for for Michigan, and you know, I, I just think that Georgia's defense is going to throw a lot more at them than uh, than the Buckeyes did. 
John Borden, senior columnist from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Michigan and the college football playoff Final Four against TCU. New Year's Eve kick will be a little after 4 p.m. If you want to get in on that contest to win that trip for two to go to the game, uh, text the word Go Blue as one word out of 21,000. Uh, what would be your biggest surprise with this team, uh, win or lose? On New Year's Eve, uh, when you look at this squad, uh, what has surprised you the most, Johnny B? I would say my biggest surprise, Bill, is the fact that uh, you know you changed defensive coordinators in the off season. You lost Aiden Hutchinson and uh, and David Ojabo, and everybody was saying, at least outsiders were saying, "Wow, this offense is really going to have to cover for this defense." And you had. You've got maybe arguably the best Michigan defense since 1997. I mean, this is, uh, they come at you in waves in terms of being able to rush off the edges. They're strong up the middle. Uh, they've got uh, talent and young talent. You see Will Johnson picking off a pair of passes in, uh, in this, uh, in the Ohio State game. And, uh, it's, it's just, one of those deals where um, Michigan is is really really good. I, I said Ohio State, I meant Purdue, um, but it, it's um, it's the defense. It's the defense because we we had a good clue that uh, offensively they were going to be pretty strong, but to, to see them be able to defend like they have all throughout the year, uh, that that's just uh, that's really really been the biggest surprise to me. So, what's your early prediction? Uh, will Michigan win one, two, or none uh, in the college football playoff? I would say I feel fairly certain that they will win one. Um, and I, I certainly think they have a chance. They, they get in that game with Georgia. Like I said, I don't think that Georgia is uh, as strong as it was last year. They've had some moments where they've uh, been in trouble in games, and I think Michigan has a real shot. But uh, I would say one for sure, and uh, then, you know, you take your chances. Johnny B., we'll talk uh, when we get closer to the game. Always appreciate your time. Uh, This is special. Uh, The Michigan fan enjoying the last two years. It's unbelievable, and it's not over yet. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Deals you can believe in at Meyer Right now, save $10 on your next in-store purchase with coupon printed at checkout when you spend $100 or more. And get Meyer Spiral Sliced Half Ham for $0.89 cents per pound. Limit two. Fashion or winter boots or slippers for the family are buy one, get one for a dollar when you shop in-store. And December home lifelike trees are 40% off. Find everything you need for the holidays and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I mentioned Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon is going on today and tomorrow uh, with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game and iHeart West Michigan. Tim Fagan, Dave Taft, all their on-air, off-air team uh, really stepping up and partnering with Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital. Uh, it's an incredible endeavor. It really is. Uh, the Miracle Mile, the Michigan Medical Mile, whatever you want to call it, uh, Kelly Dyer, uh, is president of the Corwell Health Foundation. I know I keep saying uh, Spectrum, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. Uh, she's standing by here to tell us about the Radiothon and how you can help and uh, where the needs are and where your money uh, would be going. How you doing, Kelly? Hey, Bill. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, appreciate you hanging around. Uh, busy day. I know for uh, your team, the Radiothon, uh, let's talk about uh, what the needs are uh, for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and uh, where the money from this Radiothon will go. Uh, we, we've been having the, the greatest time. As you, you mentioned earlier, we kicked off Radiothon, our 23rd annual Radiothon benefiting Helen DeVos Children's Hospital um, last night with a great outdoor concert. Um, Marin Taylor, who's a, a country music star in Nashville, but has uh, her roots in Rockford, Michigan, came up and, and donated her 
her time to sing for a group and kick off Radio Sound. It's going to be a couple of really special days, and, and we're telling some wonderful stories of, of patients and families that are um, being impacted by philanthropy of this wonderful community. So we're excited for, the, for today and tomorrow. I know it's a personal mission for you, Kelly. Uh, what's your... What's your? I know there are great stories every day at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, but yeah. uh, what would be a story that uh, sticks with you and will stay with you for the rest of your life connected uh, to the children at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and the team there? Yeah, you're right. There's I, the, the great gift that I have is I get to interact and, and hear the stories of patients and their families that are that are impacted by our great physicians every day. Um, you know, I'll tell you one of the stories that I, I think of um, regularly um, is one of my first weeks on the job when I was when I was here um, with the foundation. Um, I had a family come and visit me um, and they talked about a fundraiser or golf outing they've been doing um, in memory of their son. Um, and they've been doing the golf outing for around 30 years. And each year they donate some of that money to Helen DeVos Children's Hospital to help advance and support families of kids um, facing cancer. Um, and I think about that family all the time um, because that's a, that's an example of how you know philanthropy is helping that family um, and and dealing with a really sad um, situation, but then um, doing some good out of it and, and helping other families that are facing a similar journey. So I, I think about that family all the time. So grateful for them. Yeah, Kelly Dyer is president Corwell Health Foundation, uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. We're talking about the radiothon going on today and tomorrow. A final thought question uh, for somebody listening right now who's thinking about if they should make a gift or donation today, uh, what would you say to them? I would say first, thank you for for being part of this wonderfully generous community of givers. And and we really see it as a community of givers. Every dollar that people um, choose to give to us really goes, 100% of those dollars goes to supporting the patients and families that we serve. And so, you know, I just would like to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of all of us and all of our our kids and families that are going to be with us over the holidays, you know, thank you for supporting Radiothon and our work to try to support them, you know, through their journey with us. Uh, Kelly, uh, it's awesome to partner uh, with iHeart West Michigan, Tim Fagan and, and the crew uh, and your team at Corwell Health Foundation, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation, Radiothon going on today and tomorrow. For anybody listening, I have the quick link on how you can donate. It's up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. My best to you, Kelly, and keep up the great work. Oh, thanks so much, and we so appreciate you, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, there's awesome people, and like I said, it's the Miracle Mile. Uh, when you look at uh, the old Spectrum, which is now Corwell uh, Health Systems, and you look at VAI, you look at everything there. Uh, man, uh, the MSU Secchia Medical School, the Doug Meyer Innovation Building with Michigan State and more. Special place, and what the Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital Radiothon, uh, and what will... Come from it with the money raised. Tim Fagan, and I, Heart West Michigan, a lot of respect from the huge show and the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up our Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, well done as always. I'm getting a lot of people asking me about that maize and blue trip of a lifetime giveaway. That's happening Wednesday, December 14th at noon. If you're 21 and up, just text Go Blue together as one word G O B L U E 
to 21000, and you could win that trip, airfare tickets, luxurious resort, and more courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. Uh, just text Go Blue, one word, to 21000. Big, bad, huge. 